0: Hey, broken sales people, welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Staffstrom, and we're here to fix some broken sales skills. Today, I want to do something a little bit different. I want to explain the way most sales jobs are set up, the way most of us kind of approach our day to day, the way that we get our sales, the way we find the food that we eat. See, sales for most of us is an eat what you kill business. You live, in many cases, completely off commission or a very small draw. Um, Not all of us are based on salary. I've done both. I've done salary jobs. I've done 100% commission jobs. I've done mixtures of both, um, where it's a $200 flat salary, um, and then everything else is like a fee. Obviously, living off of $10,000 a year is virtually impossible, especially because I'm based out of Connecticut, where things are expensive. It's different for everybody else. Um, We need to make sure that we understand what our sales process looks like and ways that we can improve it. How do we set up our process to make sure we're getting the most money, that we're nurturing our clients the right way in order to get repeat customers? So there's three real ways that we find business, three real ways that we create what we're looking for and get people through the door to sign on the line that is dotted, to use that old phrase. Most people are either a hunter, a fisher, or a farmer. They hunt, they fish, they farm. And each job can be laid out a little bit different. So I want to go over the differences between the three and why you want to be one of them, no matter what role you're in. Uh, Why you want to make sure that you have, why one winds up being the most productive over the other two. Hunter Fisher Farmer. Let's start with Hunter. Like I said, for most of us, it's an eat what you kill business. What the Hunter does is they go out into the wilderness and they find deals out of nothing. They walk out there with only the tools that they have on their back, the rifle, the bow and arrow, the bowie knife, whatever, the fishing line to set a snare. But they create the leads, they convert the leads, and they make the money. There's very little typical management oversight. Um, You're not handed leads. You may be handed a territory, but that's about it. Um, You don't really have warm leads coming to you. Uh, This happens a lot, and I've done it myself, in door-to-door sales. I was dropped off, kicked out of a car, knock on doors till you make some money. Come back, repeat. That's the hunter. That's the hunter in the purest form. You start the day at zero every single day, and you go out and you make more money. This can work very, very well, and these salespeople tend to be well compensated. Um, because they're not only sales, they're also marketing. They are really encompassing two jobs in one. They are not only creating the leads, but they're also converting the leads. It's one person who does both jobs. This is one of the most stressful jobs in the world in my mind. If you're a hunter style salesperson, eat what you kill, you have no clue where your next meal is coming from. This is the kind, when I was selling security systems, this is what led me to a breakdown. Uh, the breakdown that I've talked about a few times because I had no idea where the next meal was coming from. This is takes a very special kind of person and the burnout rate is ridiculously high. Um, I'm one of the few people who have done it for years at a time. Um, it's something that I'm proud of being able to survive and do, but eventually it did lead to burnout. I couldn't do it anymore. Um, I did it with at and for cable subscriptions. Hey, these are the houses where they can get Uverse back when at and still sold Uverse. Knock on doors. Did it with direct energy. Knock on doors. Hey, give me your cable bill. I'll see if I can help you out. Or give me your electric bill. I could help you out. Did it with security systems, less effectively, but I still did it. And I've gone over those stories in the past too. This is extremely stressful, but if you can do it, if you can survive in that world, you will be extremely well compensated because you are going to be the person who can make it happen out of nothing, drop you out of a parachute in the middle of nowhere and you can make money. It takes a very special individual to do this. And most sales jobs aren't set up this way because employee retention. Um, Training people is one of the most expensive parts of owning a business. So to have to constantly retrain and have a 95 plus percent churn rate of employees, there aren't a lot of companies that work that way much anymore. And if they do, they're usually 1099 employees because that's the more cost efficient way. The second style is the Fisher. These are people who are giving, given a pond of leads and their job is just to cast the reel out there and reel in what they can. They have the leads coming to them. Now, these tend to be the least well-compensated salespeople that you find out there because they, that company also has to create a marketing budget in order to create those leads. They're the ones who have to create content, create ads, bring people to them. And then the salesperson is just basically a scheduler and converts from there. That is the way my job now is set up. I have leads who come to me, um, I schedule the appointment and I convert them. I like this method as much as I possibly can, but you need to add something more because eventually the leads can dry up. That's the big downside to being a Fisher, is A, lower compensation, and B, if marketing doesn't do their job, luckily I'm in a place that knows how to market the right way, but if marketing is unable to produce leads or there's a change or that budget gets cut, your income gets cut. So you need to know the ways to still hunt when you need to. Otherwise, once the leads dry up, you're done. Um, Many of you guys who work in seasonal sales things may slow down in the summer or the winter, that happens. That's because you're beholden to marketing to pass you the leads. Happens to us. Um, I work with real estate. Leads do slow down in the summer. It's just the way it is. So I have to figure out ways to make sure I'm still going out and hunting when the fishing is not being as successful. The last one is the most effective way takes the most work, it takes the most setup, but that is being a farmer. You need to have the land. You need to create the fertilizer. You need to feed the crops, water the crops. Takes a lot of effort to be a farmer. But once it's up and running, there's no return like it. Because now all you have to do is go out and pick the vegetables. You don't have to sit in a tree stand and wait for a deer to hove in front of your field of vision. You now have on repeat, like on demand food. How do you do this? How do you become a farmer as opposed to just a fisher or a hunter? It's about putting systems in place. It's about creating a process where you're in front of your clients at all times. That you're a constant, they have that constant reminder that you're an option. So, the statistic is 74% of home buyers say they will use their real estate agent again after they buy or sell their home, but only 30% do. 70% say, Yes, I'll work with Susan again, but only a third do. Why is that? Well, because they've stopped being an option, because that real estate agent stopped reaching out stopped being somebody who's, I'm always available. I'm always here to help. That agent stopped doing things the right way. They stopped focusing on the relationship and they made it transactional. See, during the relationship page, like during that transaction, it's easy to think, Susan is my friend. Johnny is my friend. But then the house goes through and everything closes. And you don't hear from Johnny or Susan for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, a year and a half. Can Johnny now say that I care about you, that I care about your concerns? Can Susan now say, hey, I'm the best fit for you because I care about you? No, because they stopped following up. They've stopped watering the soil. And now the seeds aren't going to come up again. That's the problem. You need to figure out the systems. You need to build the processes, put the programs in place in order to make sure that those fields get watered, that they get fertilized, that you're staying in front of them as an option because otherwise the plants wither and die. You'll make way more money being a farmer. That's how you build a business as opposed to a sales job. That's being proactive instead of reactive. You need to figure out the way to create your business in that mold where your CRM automatically keeps in touch with them for you. So you don't have to worry about it because you know what? You're going to forget. You're going to get busy. You're going to get sucked back into the whirlwind of your business. It's the way business is. What you have to do instead is create something that's idiot proof because, that's the way some days you're going to be an idiot it happens to all of us my wife will tell you i'm an idiot quite a few days i forget some of the simple things that need to be done it happens to all of us you're so focused on this that you forget the the things that got you there you need to start by thinking about yourself not as a hunter not go out and hunt start thinking of yourself as a farmer don't think of yourself as only a salesperson. Think of yourself as a one-man business. You have to be marketing. You have to be delivery. You have to be sales. You have to be everything, accounting. You're a one-man business now in sales. And you have to not only attract the customers, you have to keep them. There's an acronym that I learned from Sandler Sales Training. Keep, care, K-A-R-E. Keep, attain, retain, um, and expand, keep, attain, retain, and expand. Keeping is one of the things most of us drop the ball on. We sign them up once and we're done. We can't allow that. Attain is like, that's what we're excited about. The go out, hunt, kill, bring it back. Yeah, we love attaining new business. Keeping, retaining, um, that's, that's not what we do. That's not our expanding business. Second money is easier than first money. You ever go somewhere and, oh, yeah, well, it'll just be five bucks. Yeah, or, or I recently signed up for a uh, online course that was free. Guess what? Once I signed up for it and I committed to doing this program, hey, for $97, you also get this, this, and this. You know, I already agreed. There was already some level of commitment. I already said, yes, I'm doing this. That $97, dollars like, yeah, that'll help. I'm already committed to doing it. So I might as well invest in this because they already had the commitment. So expanding that business was a logical step. If you don't have systems to follow up with them, to water those plants that are already growing, it's going to produce less fruit. Make sure you're building your business like a farmer rather than a hunter or a fisher. Build your business that way. Um, focus on it and make sure that it becomes what you want it to be. Hunter Fisher farmer, be the farmer. So once again, my name is Red Staffstrom. This is the broken salespeople podcast. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed. Please go to broken slash connect. Follow me on all the platforms. Um, you can also donate to my Patreon. Not a single dollar from Patreon goes into my own pocket it all goes, every penny goes to expanding the message, getting more people help for no cost because most of the sales that I'm doing, most of the training is completely free. If you'd like to donate and back to the cause, go to my website, find the Patreon. I'd love to have you as a supporter. Um, once again, Red Staffstrom, Broken Salespeople Podcast. And until next time, I hope all of you go fix yourself.